Hello, I'm Tracy Carlton Ward and this is Sweat, Grit and Hustle. On today's episode of Sweat, Grit and Hustle, I want to take you on a short caffeine cast through my five S's for growing or expanding a small business. So if you're not driving, grab a coffee or a tea, sit back and relax as we go through my five S's. If you are driving, just concentrate on the road and, and just listen in. So S number one is for strategy. Any business should have a clear strategy. If you have got a clear strategy for your business, it's going to allow you to create a cohesive message for all of your marketing platforms. Now, I have been on on network meetings before now where the first thing somebody does in the, the quick introductory little session is stand up at the start of their one or two minutes and go, I'm wearing two hats today. I want to start off by telling you about XYZ widgets. And oh, by the way, I want to tell you about my XYZ product that you can buy. And when they are two totally unrelated things, that can switch off the people listening to you or it could confuse them. So given that many people stand up with the phrase of I'm wearing two hats today, let's take the hat analogy. When you put too many hats on your head at once, they start to fall off. So remember, have as many hats as you want, but please, please, please wear one at a time. Um, Make a decision. You know, as you go out to your network meeting, as you... as you start to meet somebody or when you're doing a social media marketing message, just wear one hat at once. Yeah, gets far easier. But the other thing is, is if you've got a clear strategy, you can ensure that everything you're doing is leading back to that strategy. So that's S number one. The S number two, my top tip is invest in systems you try to do everything on your own which in the early days we often do when we're in small businesses then what you're going to do is potentially you're going to sort of um, limit your growth it's also going to lead to a great big headache but there you go so system that I would consider looking at very first off is a CRM or customer relationship management system This is going to allow you to track, communicate with and inform both existing and potential customers. Now, they can be as simple as a spreadsheet. You can just create a spreadsheet for each of your potential clients, your existing clients. And as long as you've got the tick in the box that says, yes, you can send me information, you can keep their email address in one of the in in that spreadsheet and when you want to send out a marketing message through email grab all the email addresses send one message to everybody remembering to put everybody's email in the blind copy section so that you don't go sending everybody's email out (laughs) that's mistake number one for most people they have a list of email addresses they do a little sort of you know newsletter and promptly put all the email addresses 
in the send to box and everybody knows everybody's email. I've done it before. Big apology comes, especially if it's a marketing one. Anyway, you can also get some free CRM systems. There's three or four out there that are really good. You get a cut down version of the paid for um, system and it'll get you started. Now, in return, you're going to be giving your email address and the right for that company to market to you. But hey, small price to pay for a way to get started with a free system. There are also systems out there that you pay for that can range from, you know, fairly inexpensive to very expensive. But remember, as you grow, you want that CRM to grow with you. You want it to be scalable so that you're not having to switch all of your information over partway through your journey. And if it's freeing up time because it's allowing you to automate some of your marketing and email and onboarding emails, etc., then remember to consider how much your t- time is worth when you see how much they cost. Um Now, in terms of other systems, the best way to identify which other systems to actually invest in to begin with are by reviewing what you do that is repetitive and monotonous because they're the things to either get a system for, such as bookkeeping, or to pass out to new team members or to outsourced people um, earlier rather than later. That way you're freeing your time up to do the tasks that only you can do um, that you are strong in. So um, that's what I would say for systems. Tip number three is two S's really. Speed and SEO. And it relates to your website. If you're going to have a website, remember that over 90% of visitors aren't actually there to to buy when they first visit you but if your home page is cluttered or it's hard to navigate those visitors are likely to stop looking at your website and go elsewhere so ask yourself is your website loading quickly is it formatted to look good on a mobile a lot of people these days are actually surfing the internet on a mobile or a tablet so make sure it works both on a mobile as well as on a desktop or laptop. Does it show the value of your product or service? And does it highlight the problems that your product or service solves? Because remember, your website is not being read by you. Well, it is while you're creating it. And half the time as a small business, the first thing we do in the morning is go and see if that website's still there. But in terms of an audience, you are not your audience. So make sure that your content, your wording, your copyright, etc. is all aimed at the audience that you are serving because it's them that's going to read it and take action. You're just going to read it to see if it still looks pretty. I promise you. Um, So make sure it sings and dances about what's in it for your customer. What does your product or service do for your customer Uh, And that way you're going to get the right message across. The other tip to go with speed and SEO is get a professional to review it. There are plenty of companies out there that will do a free review for you. Yeah, okay, I know they're going to send you a report that's going to try and sell you them doing the website, etc., which might be the best thing for your business. 
but it'll give you an indication of whether it's running quickly enough, whether you're getting um, enough sort of keywords in your website to get you up the rankings on the search pages, because that's how people are going to find your website organically, if you like. So make sure that the keywords you've got and the optimization that's in your website is right for your business needs. And if you ain't got a clue what I mean by optimization, then don't worry about it. You need a, you need somebody that is good at that stuff to go get it sorted for you. Now, for some of us, we might be doing multi-level marketing where we're limited as to what we can do with the website. It's effectively going to be uh, a, a page or a few pages linked to a bigger company's website. So the only thing you're really in control of is the content that's on the page in terms of what you say about you. So again, get that messaging right. Now, our fourth S is about simplicity and relates to the things you do to get people to your website. So you might be doing some blogging, some video blogging, which is called vlog or vlogging and social media posts um, that are aimed at slowly letting people know about what you do and getting them to your website. So that's your ultimate goal is getting them to website and ultimately getting them to actually buy your product or service. So keep all of those things simple. Don't confuse the reader or the audience and always think about the next logical step. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is don't spew everything about your business out on one post or one blog or one video. People will just switch off. Make everything simple, short, sweet and to the point. I do love my S's. Um, and try and do one little thing at a time. So if you're in the habit of sending a social media post that is like really long and has three questions at the bottom, stop. Try asking one question at a time, really simply. So, for instance, if you are somebody that uh, does people's accounting for a, for a living and you're a small business um, working as a sole trader, if you like, doing accounts, you might use zero for the bookkeeping side of that business. And there are other bookkeeping systems. So you could send a social media message out that simply says when it comes to bookkeeping, QuickBooks or zero, Because that's free market research. Because you've got a lot of people using QuickBooks that answer QuickBooks. Then maybe that suggests there's another market for you. However, the ones that answer zero are potential customers for you. OK, so it's about keeping it all simple. One question at a time. Make it easy for people to connect with you. And when they do connect and comment, you know, respond to them put a comment back, ask them why, you know, but don't try and do that all in one post. When it comes to your website or your blog, you know, don't put everything you do in, in one. Take the customer on a journey. Look at the problems that what you sell, whether it's a service or a product, what is it you solve for the customer? And maybe look one problem at a time in a blog. And expand on, you know, let's let's think of one. So is your bookkeeping becoming a headache? 
And then you can, you know, that's one question at the start of a blog that you can go into, you know, how you can make life easier for you. So think of things like that and don't do every aspect. We know accounting firms will do a little bit of tax in some cases. They'll do the the owner's self-assessment. They will be there for questions if you need them. You know, they do multiple things. But if you try to spew out everything you do in one go, it gets lost. So keep it simple, one message at a time. And remember you know, always think about the people reading it. If they are potential customers, one of the things that's going to go through their mind is what's in this for me. Now, when I talk about next logical step, I'm talking about the fact that you are not going to take a brand new um, contact on, say, social media from cold to buying your... Oh, I've just hit my microphone. That's not good, is it? <laughs> Start that one again. You're not going to take the customer from literally first contact with you right through to buying your service or product in one go. So always think, what's the next logical step? If I write this blog, what's the action I'm wanting the readers to take? What is their next logical step in the customer journey for them? So... <laughs> On to, on to S number five. It's all right. I've got the giggles now because I hit the microphone. You know, small things, please me. Anyway, tip number five, S number five is all about your strength and being strong. So expanding or starting a small business isn't without its risks. And then sometimes it will take you out of your comfort zone. So if you focus on your strategy and your goals, identify the support that you will need and proactively, you know, look into the hurdles and roadblocks that you might face, then that way you're going to set yourself up for success, even when it feels scary and uncomfortable. So be strong, work to your strengths and know that you will be out of your comfort zone occasionally. Um, Above all, be sassy and savvy. Yeah, know your values as an individual and take that journey that you're making in this business. Take that along the road, maintaining your values. If you're somebody that has a value of integrity, Uh, putting the customer first, keeping it real, then those values need to come through in your business and you won't go far wrong in that case. Uh, But also knowing what your values are and being you means that as you take on new people, as you decide which supplier or partner to go with for things like websites, websites and, you know, doing your bookkeeping, you can ask yourself, do they work? to my values? Do they fit what my values require? Because at the end of the day, there are multiple bookkeepers out there. There are multiple VAs. There are multiple people that could become a team member in your company. And certain skills can be taught to team members, but no one can teach them how to work and be 100% bought into your values. So there you go. 
There's my five S's for starting and expanding a small business. And yeah, there's a couple of mic hits along the way. There's a couple of hurdles that I face doing this one. But you know what, guys? That's business. It doesn't always go smoothly. And sometimes it's easier to take responsibility than it is to edit out the mistakes. Have a brilliant week. We will see you on the flip side. To keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on Sweat, Grit and Hustle, do visit us at www.sweatgrithustle.com. Thank you.